Hey, this is Rob. Hey, this is Dan. And you're listening to Remote with Rob and Dan, a podcast about all sorts of stuff. Current events? Not really. News? <laughs> no. Politics? Uh-uh. What is it about, Daniel? Um, you know, anything besides that. Yeah, anything besides that stuff. So mostly sports and, uh, you know, coffee mugs. That's, that's could, generally what we talk about. You could about. say Remote, a podcast not about politics, not about current events. <laughs> And not about the other thing you said that I don't remember. Not about coronavirus. No, not about that. There's enough of that on YouTube. This is the Remote with Rob and Dan, a show about anti-mask laws. Yeah, yeah, right. There's enough on that to last for at least 3,000 episodes. Uh, man. So how are uh, how are you since last week? Oh, not bad. I'm working coming up with my own little projects to do to help my career as well as doing a couple of little jobs here and there. It's about I it. think uh, that might, that might, uh, oh, here we go. Ready? Big, awesome word. That might dovetail oh, into, into yes. the greater conversation. <laughs> dovetail it. They call it um, that because a dovetail has two like feather things that stick out, I think, and then they come together at the butt. Mm. And so when you when you finally hit the the vertex of your dovetail, you're there you go. really close to a bird asshole. <laughs> That's why they call it that. <laughs> what uh weren't you just on a um Wait, another podcast? Birds don't have assholes. Do, do they? They have like was it a cloaca? What was it? I don't birds know. They just have pee like, out of the they same have a hole. waste hole. They have a waste hole. Yeah, they don't have uh, <laughs> birds have their own special butthole that I don't know about. Yeah. I guess I could google it, but I don't want to I don't want to get on that list. What uh <laughs> I was on a podcast. Yes. I was on a What podcast. was that? What was that about? It uh, it's a podcast by a guy that I am friends with named Ben Fields, and his podcast is called South of Scruffy, and it's about um, they call Knoxville Scruffy City or something. I'm not even sure why, but um, <laughs> it's people doing cool stuff around town or the region. It's not always around town. There's uh, musicians that are on it sometimes, uh, creatives you know, people that do interesting stuff. And I am one of those people uh, because what I do is fairly interesting, I guess. And we had an hour long chat about basically almost everything from childhood until now. (laughs) Oh, wow. For me um, with, you know, the highlights, the highlight reel. Of so most me. of it was about your time with me then, if it was the highlight reel. Yes, there was a lot <laughs> of that. We uh, we talked a lot about you. I figured. Your name did yeah. come up a few times. <laughs> oh, wow, nice. And I actually, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I did bookmark it. I'm going to. It's, a, it's you know, uh, I, I don't know because I can't see it from the outside. But when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's me. I think you can, <laughs> I think. I think that there's a certain amount of, uh, uh, oh, what's the word? Unbiased being able to like step back and know if something is only interesting to you or interest or might be actually be interesting to other people. I do that with some stuff yeah. that I do. I can tell if like something is going to be like, ah, that's, that's basically just for me, you know? As I've aged, I've, um, 
become, I guess, more aware. Maybe it's a confidence thing. I don't know, but become more aware that what I do and how I came to do it is of interest to people who are uh, uh, interested in doing the same thing. I work <laughs> so hard. A lot. I work so hard. I don't know about you, but I work so hard to generally avoid me as topic of conversation Yeah, when I'm like around people that when I do, when someone is somewhat new and they are like genuinely like, what are you, what are you about? Who are you? What do you do? And I kind of like, okay. And I kind of explain myself. And especially with like, if my wife's there and she kind of nudges me, she's like, Oh, tell them about this or whatever. And like, if I, if I begin to actually explain myself in a way that tries to make me sound interesting, I'm like, actually that's, that's, that's an interesting story. I can see that being cool. I think on the, uh, you know, if there's a scale of people versus interesting things that they do with their life, we're on the more interesting side than probably than most. I, I guess. think it's, but I, I think don't, it's, I don't know. That sounds a little bit uh, self-absorbed. So I don't I even know if it's self-absorbed. I don't, I don't necessarily interesting doesn't necessarily mean like. Well, I guess it kind of does. I it it doesn't necessarily mean like cool. It just means like different. You know, in terms of yeah. Um, uh, I think I, I think a lot of people they follow a pretty specific path, you know, out of school and going into uh, you know life. And ours was very not traditional, you know, yeah. up until even now. And now, now that everyone has to work remote, um, now we've become traditional. It's like, oh, I got wife and kids, and I work from home, just like everybody else. <laughs> pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, I guess I just have all these things that go through my head when I when I think about that kind of stuff, as in like you know, like it, it takes a certain amount of, um, luck in who, who you're, what family you're born into or how sure. privileged you might be to dabble in things yeah. enough to, to finally make money at them. And that's not to say that we didn't have our hard times and it's all kind of relative, but I mean, we went through, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and I by no means have ever had a moment in my life that wasn't, you know, uh, either systemically privileged or just privileged by, you know, my, the virtue of where I was, who and where I was born and everything. But at the same time, you know, you and I both have had our moments where, uh, you know, it's like what I might eat tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe know, I'll so. have enough money to get one of those <laughs> gross hot dogs from the gas station that I walk yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's where I, I kind of mean that it's sort of relative depending on who you are and who you're talking to. But right. we certainly had the opportunity to explore our interests at sure. times, whereas some people, you know, they have to like, start raising their siblings when they're 14 right? <laughs> and they don't yep. have time to do that. So yep. I don't know. I try to recognize that when I think about how my life might be interesting to some. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you did the, you did the podcast, uh, that was like a week ago. And then you just, you and I were scheduled to do something. I got busy with something. And then you, you, I thought you were doing another podcast this week or was no, it? Oh no, you were doing like you your, your mentor doing. thing. Yeah, I, I did do mentoring. a podcast. Yeah, you did we're a podcast, to right? <laughs> we did what? what uh, uh, hey, um, yeah. So I'm mentoring a few people. I started talking to them uh, over Zoom this week. Got two mentees that uh, one lives in Spain and one lives oh, wow. in New Jersey, and. 
they are aspiring picture book makers, children's illustrators, writers, you know, etc. And they're both really talented. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think we're going to get them further on the journey. Is that through an agency or coalition or how's that? It's actually that, just through a Twitter up? group. Um, oh, okay. This Twitter group that got kind of popular. It's, um, Oh my of, God, dude, I'm, you're gonna, you're gonna like, uh, <laughs> what's a Twitter group? <laughs> huh? I don't what's really know. Group? That's just what I call it because I don't oh, okay. know what else to call it. It's like okay. a hashtag that people have those Twitter chats on every week, but oh, it's like, yeah. It's like organized and it's yep, headed yep. up by a specific person who who like moderates it. Got but it. Also does this like behind the scenes organizing of stuff within the group. So it's called hashtag PB chat, which stands for picture book chat. Um, Got it. And it's just for it, it's for unagented, unpublished um, writers and illustrators to kind of get in contact and talk to published or agented illustrators and authors. That's so, cool. So they all get on there and, and they post questions. I think people submit questions to him each week and he creates like a graphic and starts a tweet and then you sort of respond underneath it and it gets a conversation going with each one. Um, and then also he's, he's doing this like mentorship. That's really like, comprehensive like people submit these big applications to them and i had to fill out this application like what i want to see in a mentee and all this stuff and then i get the applications and pick through them and pick people and Hmm. it's sort of a big deal there's like hundreds of people that do it so um yeah so i have these two these two mentees that i'm i'm helping out uh with their craft that's pretty cool yeah it's that's uh, really cool it's cool to be helpful. Uh, I've been like projecting out into the universe how I want to be helpful in different ways, like just talking about it or tweeting about it or whatever. And I've gotten lots and lots of people asking me for help lately. And That's I'm great. Sort of using it as a as a way to teach myself how to teach, so I can eventually um, make that like part of my offering of services yeah for sure i uh it's funny because i i think i touched on this last week or maybe it was just in a conversation with you directly but i've uh i've been like kind of creating this like personal brand or whatever you want to call it kind of like what you're talking about where you're trying to kind of create who you are what you do and you know what Mm -hmm. you put out in the world and and um I've been doing it all based on like personal interests, um, whether it's, you know, music or this podcast or video, video stuff or wellness or, you know, whatever, blogging, all that stuff. But sometimes I forget, um, that, uh, I do run a, a, another company, um, <laughs> and do a lot of stuff daily for hours mm-hmm. on end for, for, for my company. Um, and I do a lot of, uh, kids chats and school chats and, uh, it's been kind of like, been different this year or the last six months because I've been doing um I've been doing like I'll jump on Zoom and there'll be like a grid of kids, you know, and then there'll be like a teacher. And yeah. um and so they're doing like uh summer programs, summer camps and stuff like that. And I'll just jump on and I completely forget that I do a regular weekly web series for 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 Pixel Press for Bloxels. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm on it and I'm like, you know, being kind of silly and, and stuff. And, uh, I got on last week, I think it was. And, um, or this week, I don't remember. It was, I, I got on recently and there was like this group of kids and one of the kids was so excited because they recognized <laughs> me from YouTube. They ran and like got their parents <laughs> and came back and they were like, look, it's Rob from YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh. His parents were like, cool, buddy. Yeah. His parents were like, oh, cool. It's one of those dumb channels you watch or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, cool, man. Who's this? Yeah. Who's this weirdo? But it was really funny. It was like a moment where I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I do this whole side of, uh, of my life that I, I don't know why I just don't, it's, I think it's because I've been doing it for seven years and like i just forget i guess that it's it's actually important to people but um yeah yeah so i've been doing these online these things with uh, teachers and students um just keeping them excited about i don't know learning and storytelling and stuff through through video games and, and so that's been that's been fun and then um I did a, uh, I, I was also uh, on a podcast you said something about that a minute ago i forgot yeah. about that already um i was on a podcast this week uh with uh sven hags um out of germany Nice. Um, it's a going it's international. Called, yeah, it's called Kids Lab, um, the Kids Lab podcast. Uh, yeah, STEM tech type stuff. Um, That's talking cool. About tech toys and, and, and learning, and uh, he's kind of focused on like distance learning and stuff right now. So that was fun. No, I'm sure. Um, it's what we're all focused on right now. Yeah, it's a new. That's go, dude. It's been whew, interesting over here. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm um, sure it is. I'm here sure too. it is for you too. Yeah, it's uh, you know. You just kind of roll with it. It's funny how this has quickly started to just feel like, eh, this, this, this is life now. Yeah. It's pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, just new stuff happens and you're like, oh, okay. I took <laughs> my, sense. um, this is a highly interesting podcast topic. <laughs> I took my sister <laughs> to the dentist this morning. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, when I dropped her off, uh, I had to obviously, I mean, I wear a mask anyway, but you know, I had to wear a mask up to the door and so did she. And then, um, only the patient is allowed in. So yeah. I wasn't allowed to go in. So, um, even into the building, um, because it's <laughs> just like a small family dentistry. So like I had to stay at the door and they checked my temperature, even though I wasn't coming in and checked yeah. hers. And the nurse had like a face mask as well as a shield, Ugh. a face shield and like, and, and just took her in. And I'm saying all this because uh, I noticed it, but t- what's weird is that I like walk back to my car, take my mask off, throw it down and drive home. And like, it really wasn't even that weird to me. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's become so normal. I'm like, Oh, that's, this is how we drop people off. the yeah, That's now. just, a, that's just, you know, <laughs> fucking sci-fi movie that we live in now. It's pretty normal. Speaking of sci-fi movie and speaking of the world that we live in and speaking of, uh, even though we didn't speak of it last episode where we talked about random stuff, um, I've got to say, you should watch uh, Watchmen. On, oh, yeah? Um, Is it yes. good? It's really, really good. Um, I know you're not like a huge comic book uh, movie or fan or whatever, but it's like, honestly, I've never been interested in Watchmen. I've never, um, I'm a huge comic book nerd, never been mm-hmm. interested in Watchmen. To be perfectly honest, I should probably get my comic book card taken away from me, but I've never actually even seen the movie that came out like 10 years oh, ago. Oh, really? I saw no. that. Um, but uh, the show is unbelievably good. Um, I mean, it's up for like 19 Emmys or something, but um, it's unbelievably good. And it is unbelievably, literally unbelievably like, wait, how, did you know that this was coming? Uh, pertinent to what we are going through right now, not only from a mask perspective, but also from a like social justice, huh. uh, Black Lives Matter, all that kind of stuff. It's very um, 
racial injustice focused, uh, the, you know, kind of the divide between white supremacy um, and, uh, well, the rest of the world. But, um, you know, it's just, it's really, really pertinent. Um, And then it takes like a somewhat of like a vigilante you know, flare and puts it on yeah. there. And it's like, I, That's dude, cool. it's so good. I've heard it's really good. I, uh, we started watching Castle Rock. So I have to finish Ooh, that. That's a good one. I'm only two episodes in. Oh, dude. Just, I remember specifically the fifth episode is when I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, it's, just stick uh, with it's it. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's none of those things. It's not pertinent to anything. No. Not because at all. It's all just really scary and supernatural. But I remember watching that show. I won't give anything away, but I remember watching that show and talking to my wife who has not seen Dreamcatcher. Um, oh, man. But I remember I remember telling my wife halfway through that show, I was like, oh, my God, it's like Dreamcatcher, but not because nothing. There's, no there's nothing related. Aliens? No, no, no. There's nothing <laughs> okay. related like aliens or anything like that. But the the like twist and like yeah. where it came out of nowhere but really neat, um, really cool, really Dream cool show. Catcher, man. I remember, I really liked that movie. And I remember <laughs> when I first started dating Elizabeth, I was like, oh, we should watch this. <laughs> She's like, is it scary? I was like, no, it's not scary. I mean, it's kind of like weird. And then the aliens comes out of his butt. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? This is horrible. And I was like, all right, just turn it off. It's I just remember liking that movie because Jason Lee was in it. Yeah, he gets his whole, like, like, half his hand bit off. It's awesome. Yep. Well, we did have a topic today. Yeah. Um, and that topic was, uh, what did I, I wrote Creative, down. compulsive. Being there we like go. Compulsively creative. Yeah. Obsessive creative compulsion. I just made that up. Yeah. Um, so you've probably read these articles that I'm looking at the headlines for. So maybe, yep. maybe you can... Uh, I, I kind of have an idea of what it is, but not well, exactly. There's a couple different things that I guess it is. I'm I'm probably using the terminology wrong. Um, I think where my brain went with this uh, was literally this morning. I was doing like my morning coffee and journal and stuff, and um, I want to start doing more. Um, creative stuff and stop, you know, with the excuses. And so I'm sitting there kind of like analyzing myself to myself and saying like, what is it that stops me or whatever? And I think a lot of it comes down to, and I think this is for a lot of people, it comes down to um, you don't want to get started because you don't know if you can actually put the investment in that you want to put in, yeah. you know? And, um, you know, you've made the, you've made the comment that, you know, you can't work outside of like your workspace. Like you can't just like grab your, you know, laptop and like go to the park or like grab your, you know, yeah. tablet or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really work um, for multiple reasons. Yeah. So for me, it's like, if I don't have two weeks where no one's going to distract me and I can't like completely set up my house for like recording an album and I can't have like everything plugged in at once and like just have everything like perfectly set up then I'm just like, eh, screw it. I'm not even going to bother. You know what I mean? Um, And I think that, you know, that's that kind of metaphor or whatever you want to call it can be applied to any project that you want to take on. It's really about like getting started. What, what about your obsessive, you know, compulsive need for everything to be perfect um, or for your environment to be perfect. Um, And I think it can go the other way too, 
um, in that I think those articles are more about if I do get started on something and I go down the rabbit hole, like I can't come out. Like it's hard. Yeah. This one also, the one I'm looking at has like 10 reasons, uh, 10 things that keep you from getting started, which is kind of what you were talking about before. Yep. For me, I would say I could like make nine out of the 10 reasons, um, my environment, you know? Yeah. And, uh, if I know that I can't dedicate a deep, amount of time to something it's like not even worth getting started for me and it's tough it's i was kind of curious what your opinion was because it's tough because it's like i don't want to you know if i'm gonna let's say let's say i want to write a song and record a song and put it on the internet and you know share it with people let's say i uh-huh. want to do that which yeah. i obviously i always do but what's to what's to stop you from saying today i'm gonna spend an hour doing this and tomorrow I'm going to spend an hour and then maybe Saturday I'll put two hours in. Um, whereas for me, it's like if I can't literally sit down to start it and then just go until it's done, I just don't even want to start. Oh, yeah. Is I get any- like that with some things. I don't. The The reason why I do that in particular sometimes is because I don't like to be left with ideas when I quit. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I yeah. feel like I might forget them or, you know, it just feels like unfinished business. Yeah. And, and there's yeah, not that's a, the worst. a good stopping point. Sometimes there is good stopping points and I do stop. But, um, yeah, usually that's the reason why I want to just be like, oh, my God, I just want to finish it. Why yeah. can't everyone just give me like nine hours to finish? This? I know. Do you get uh, do you get like unjustifiably frustrated? Um, Sometimes. When that yeah. kind of pops up, I mean, I get like that too. And I'm, I'm, I would assume other people do, um, you know, out there it's that, man, I, I don't want to be like a recluse at the end of the day, my family, my family time, my health and, um, you know, my health, my family and my friends are probably the most important thing to me. Uh, so I always feel like they end up taking precedent yeah. you know, over what I just want to get done. Um, yeah. And then because I know that I'm never going to have the time to really dedicate, it's just kind of like, ah, I'm just not even going to bother. Do you find that those feelings change if what you want to get done has money tied to it? I, I no, I'm just asking because I, I do. Sometimes I'm more, I'm more apt to be a dick about continuing to do it <laughs> or, or making time. Like I have to have time to finish this because this is how I get paid. Right. As opposed to, well, I need to – like right now I'm doing uh, illustrations for like promo cards and there's nothing, you know, there's down the chain money sure. attached to that, but it's not something that has a deadline. So right. uh, it's easier. It's easier for me to stop doing it in the middle of it. And it's also uh, harder for me to come up with like a reason to go do it rather than other stuff. Right. That's maybe family oriented or, you know, whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we make time. We make the time that we need to do the things that are actually a priority for us, right? So yeah. if money is the priority for you at that moment, then yeah, you're going to make the time. But if, you know, if you have to take, let's say you have to take your kids to a birthday party of a kid that you don't, that is kind of a little jerk, you know, because <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all do that. We all have yeah. to do that at some point. Um, let's say you have to do that. You know, it's easy to be like, I really don't have time. You know, I really like I've been putting off, you know, 
building the garage or something, or I've been putting off, you know, this work that I need to get done. So I really uh-huh. don't have time to do this. Let's just skip it. I don't have time, you know? Yeah. Whereas if you, if that thing was, let's say for me, like a comic book convention that was uh-huh. in town, you know, and some like, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, J. Michael Straczynski or something is going to be there. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally make time for that to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all about when I say like, I want to, you know, record an album. Um, just really just don't have the time to do it. It's like, well, that's not true at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I do. You could, you could find it or, you know, put things on the back burner that are taking time. Yeah. So for me, it's like, why, if it's not the time thing, then, um, I think what a lot of it boils down to is the perfectionism in me. Um, and that if hmm. I don't have the, the, if I don't have the stretch to sit down and dedicate, um, you know, focused effort, um, it's just not worth it. And then, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, other stuff starts to take precedent uh, that didn't take precedent when I was in my teens and my twenties, like sleep, you know, yeah, yeah my teens and my twenties. I was like, well, yeah, I'll just stay up till four in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. Um, that's so hard to do now. I'm always oh, like, man. I'm going to work after the kids go to bed and I do not oh, ever. Me neither. I mean, maybe once every month I do that for the last year I've gone to bed at latest, like nine 30, maybe 10 <laughs> most nights. Yeah. Uh, Cause I get up super early, which, so it, it kind of evens out or whatever, but like yeah. only, only in the last week and a half, I've been watching that Watchmen show yeah. and the only time to watch it cause it's really graphic is, uh, after the kids are asleep. Yeah. Um, so I'm up to like 11, which is just way super late for me. <laughs> Old man. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you feel that away? Do you feel like, um, going deep on something that you can't, do you, do you ever feel like you're just not even going to bother because you know you can't put, you know, the dedicated time in that you want? Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think that that's a factor in things. But a lot of the stuff I do, I don't really have to go deep. But maybe that's why I do it. So, like, if I was going to write a novel, you know, sure. I'd probably not do that because – I don't right. know how, but that's definitely <laughs> one factor. You know, I'd have to go deep into research. I'd have to do lots of stuff that would take a lot of time. But also, I there's other like fear factors that come into. You know, there's just mm-hmm. I'm looking through this list of top ten things, and there's like almost all of them would stop me yeah. from doing that in particular. What are the top ten things in there? Uh, number one, I don't know if this is. I don't think these are in any particular order. Lack of financial security. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that that stops me at times. Not because, not because I'm not secure that way at most of the time, but because I push like personal projects out of the way when I have money making projects. Sure, you know. Yeah. So I won't do like some kind of Instagram challenge every day because I don't time because I'm, right. I'm doing books or something like that. Yeah. Right. That's number one. Number two, lack of confidence in your plan. Hmm. I think that's, that, that affects me personally. Um, you know, because a lot of the stuff that I'll take on will be something large that if it requires any amount of research. Um, so that was for me, a lot of the video stuff. And honestly, Uh it's been some of the podcast stuff. Um, if it requires any amount of research, I know it's going to eat up a lot of time. And then I know I'm going to get obsessive about the research. I'm going to, I'm going to want to go deep and know everything I need to know about it. And, uh, 
And then yeah. knowing that that's going to be difficult for me to do, sometimes I'll just end up, you know, kicking it off before I even get started. This is interesting, this one, because it's very like, um, it, it doesn't have to do with like your, your work. It's more about like, literally like, is your plan good? Do you, do you think your plan is, is put together well enough to like get it done? It talks about mm -hmm. like, uh, all the different actionable items of a, of like a step-by-step -step plan. Like, well, I have to get investors. I have to like, how do I do that? I have to, I've made this plan under best case assumptions. And what if those don't work out? You know, right. what if I can only raise X amount instead of a million dollars? Yeah. You know, like if you're not confident in that, yeah, stop. I'll stop you dead in your tracks. Yeah. I've, we've been there. <laughs> you know, it's been, you know, it's been interesting tying it to current events a little bit. Uh, that concept to some extent has been, I haven't been particularly interested in why schools are, are opening versus not opening. Like, their reasoning for like, we're going to open or their reasoning for we're going to stay virtual. Um, yeah. I haven't been particularly interested in their reasoning for that. I've been more interested in hearing what's your plan uh, uh -huh. when and if, you know, you get a spike in outbreak and what are you going to do about it? And it seems like that is not getting talked about at all. Because there isn't one. I think, <laughs> I think that what a lot of, there's a lot of issues with, with the school thing. Uh, one of well, them yeah. is that a lot of the population thinks that there's some kind of fucking plan. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like on the fly. Like what right. if this happens? I mean, for your particular instance, there should be some kind of like plan that may or may not work. Right. But, right. but like how we're getting started with school. And then another thing that people don't take into account is like the school board. Yeah. It's just like people like us. It's yeah, not, for sure. it's like, you know, parents from the community. It's not the, there is no they, right? Yeah. It's just we. And, yeah. and it's, they're all fallible and they're all like just trying to, based on whatever small amount of data that we have that nobody believes half the time anyway, they're trying right. to make these decisions. And I don't know. I feel, because of that is why I was just like, let's just do virtual because it cuts out all the, yeah. all of that it, to a point. Like, it's like, well, if there's an outbreak at school, we won't be there. That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with, to me, it's like, you know, if it's like running a business, uh, it's like, it's definitely like running a business right now. You know, if you have, let's easy numbers, you have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, right? Yeah. And in six months you are, um, you don't have like a plan to maintain that hundred thousand dollars in the bank. And you've got something in front of you where you need to spend 50,000 of it to make something happen. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know that in six months you have no plan to like kind of recoup that. Uh -huh. Right. Then, then either you play it safe and uh, you just don't do the $50,000 thing, get that plan in place, and then, you know, go after that $50,000 thing that you need. Yeah. Or um, or you just roll the dice. And that's what we're doing with schools. But the difference, obviously, is that we're rolling the dice with people's health and, yeah. you know, you know, potentially life and death. And so for yeah. me, 
you know, not to, I, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even really think this is a political thing. I think it's just like a normal human thing. Like, yeah. um, just don't roll the dice. <laughs> like, yeah. What's, and what's and a, I mean, don't what's the put, point? don't put the, the onus on teachers to make yeah. everything normal and right again. That does not fair. No. So number three on this list <laughs> is, uh, as opposed to lack of confidence in your plan, it's lack of confidence in yourself. Mm, that's a big I one. I don't think that's a thing for me personally. Well, that's because you're an egotistical asshole. I am, but for sure. I'm not, and I don't have a lot of confidence in myself. A I mean, lot but of the time, unless yeah. it's making b- book illustrations or what's it about? Like, so if let's say you wanted to do uh, a new, you wanted to start your own kids publishing co-op i don't know i'm making something up and it sounds really cool to you and you're really excited about it what about your confidence would hinder you from doing that um it would be my confidence in building a business plan it would Mm. be my confidence in recruiting people paying people um Mm. But this says maybe your plan is good and you're financially ready, but you don't believe you're good enough to pull it off. So I probably wouldn't have a lot of that feeling. Right. Like, like I think that I would know. I don't know. I, I think that I would, I would have a lack of confidence in believing that I actually know what to do hmm. or that people actually think I'm, uh, what's the word? Qualified to know hmm. what to do. Yeah, um, you use the qualified word a lot. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm egotistical because I don't care if I'm qualified. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I'm qualified. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know, there's a certain there's a certain amount of that that you kind of have to have because at the end of the day, if for that particular thing, I probably would be qualified. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I've had. Uh, I've had ideas and my ideas tend to go from like a seed to really big, really Mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah. And then uh, that's where I'm like, Oh man, how could I do all that? And it's not just confidence in, in myself. It's probably a little bit of all 10 of these things. Yeah. I definitely think that that sounds like the, uh, the plan, you know, because I I get the same way of like, I'm, you know, I've always been like that. It's like, Oh, let's start a band. And then three days later, it's like, what are we going to do when we're in a tour bus, you know, in uh, Japan? making yeah. millions of dollars like it's like immediately like what's the largest version of this thing that we're doing and, and it's like what we're gonna do is get mad at each other <laughs> in the driveway because i want to buy a house and a car and you think it should go into band equipment yeah well i mean <laughs> you were just wrong so <laughs> it's true no i'm joking um i think uh for me it is it's i think the plan is probably it's more about like overwhelm overwhelmingness um what are the what are the steps and uh, can I get there fast enough? Um, yeah. You know the speed thing. You know people look at something I'm doing. You know running a company and you know uh, you know have being an entrepreneur or whatever something you're doing. You know um, building you know a, a book uh, catalog um, and and being published and everything. And I think that what a lot of people don't realize a lot of times it's like it's been a long time. It's taken me a long time yeah. to get to where I am. You know, and yeah. even if I quit today and I went and did something else all of that knowledge would come along with me. So it's not like, you know, so, um, yeah, this, uh, you know, something I'm 
doing right now that is kind of along the lines with what you know my job is i'm i'm sort of transitioning into writing Mm -hmm. and i have a like no confidence in it sure in myself as being good at it um and starting and and having ideas and i spend so much time reading about how to do it as opposed Mm -hmm. to just doing it Mm -hmm. that I never do anything and I've sort of started oh, to force myself to do it. And this article actually talks about like sucking analysis paralysis and, yeah. um, you know, get something, just concentrate on getting anything done no matter how bad it is. Yeah. You know? And I think it's something I've learned. It's true is you just start to do it and the ideas and the words just sort of flow and they just, yeah. I think analysis paralysis is a, if that, if that isn't, if that phrase isn't literally on that list, um, you know, some version of it probably is. And I think it's uh, pretty damn normal for a lot of people. You go into research mode, you go into, I'm going to learn everything about this, but I'm not actually going to do any of it. Yeah, you know? I did that. I was like, I want to write a short story. And then I was like, how to write short stories right. in Google, right. you know, and there's all that started talking about, there's all these things that friggin' teach you how to do it. And I would think, uh, not to like, blow you up or anything, but I would think that uh, I've never read anything that you've done. Um, but I would think <laughs> you'd be pretty decent at it. Uh, just in the fact that you're witty. Um, well, and the fact that I, I read a lot of books that I want to write, whether I'm visually telling the story in them for my job or just sure. reading them in general, like I have more experience with it without actually doing it than most people but yeah for sure it's still there's something and it really does it just comes down to like i'm more confident in drawing than i am writing because i've been doing it forever and i have not been writing forever so i figure maybe it'll take me you know i have i have that leg up but it'll still probably take me some time to kind of figure it out sure and i just sort of make myself do it Anyway, lack of confidence in yourself, number three. <laughs> What's four? Too much on your plate already. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I think anyone that's remotely uh, ambitious, um, that's just a common common problem. That's just yeah. learning how to prioritize. Yeah, that's just kind of like time management. That's hard yeah. to do. You throw kids and family and, you know, having a house and mm-hmm. you know wanting to do anything besides work sometimes then mm-hmm. then yeah you already everybody's got too much on their plate already that's just you know life now yeah <laughs> so, i try to think of uh i try to think of that in terms cause I, oh man i mean i get that all the time i, I know you do too um I, I try to think in terms of 10 years from now me yeah. um you know if i'm talking to rob if i could somehow teleport and talk to 49 year old rob and say, here's what I did today. You know, what would they, what would they say about that? Um, you know, and so I try to like, I try to look at my day through that lens of like, what is 10 years from now me going to think about what I did today or what I plan to do today? And, uh, <laughs> you know, look at some of those things. It's like, that's stupid. Why am I bothering doing that? You know, um, yeah. just, just don't do that. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. I it mean, is. I think it's tough for it everybody. Tough. I just feel like, like I, I mean, I already said this sort of, but like everyone has too much on their plate. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. right now. I mean, maybe it's just the, the, the sense of normalcy with this abnormal life that is like 
fogging my thoughts on this. It's just like, shit, man, even if you're not working, you have too much on your plate right now. Yeah, there's a lot, especially if you have kids, you know, not to downplay. You know what would be weird? Um, total tangent for a moment. What would be weird is being in this scenario with no kids. It would be weird. I think it would be more boring. I think it would be more boring. Um, I think it would be like feel purposeless. Yeah. Like I already feel uh, not to get too touchy feely uh, on the on the show or whatever, but I already feel a definite sense of dread every now and then um, yeah. over the last you know five months, and a definite sense of like what's the point or what's the purpose? What am I moving toward? And it, and a lot of it's just because we're social beings. We're supposed to be around other people, even yeah. if we don't, even if we're not talking to them. We're just supposed to be around other people, right? Yeah, that's just how our brains work, and you know, not doing that creates depression and all that. And I know there's people that have way worse than me, obviously in the world, but you know, Uh that doesn't change how your brain works and how you feel. Um, and so I've been feeling that I do, I think I agree with you. If I didn't have my kids around, I think there'd even be even more like sense of what am I even, what's, should I just be sleeping until this is over? (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think that we'd be way more apathetic. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Like just like, wallowing in garbage i mean maybe not you know you're married i'm married like maybe we'd be paddle boarding more i don't know but yeah i'd probably be hiking more i think yeah i mean i think there there are certainly things it it, it sort of depends on how deep you want to dive into that depressed apathy so maybe some <laughs> days you'd maybe some days you just lay on the couch and be like oh god life's so hard but yeah. you know i do that anyway sometimes but yeah, I might, you know, be more active sometimes. I'd probably watch more of the TV that I want to watch as opposed to Super <laughs> Monster sing-along. Um, the thing that gets me is, because I don't, I don't really think about that as much as I think about what if I was like alone in this house on right. lockdown and how right. just freaking gross the house would be and just how <laughs> that's when I would like, lose all motivation to do anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That that would suck. And yeah. What's um, funny though is when you get frustrated at the fact that you don't have the time to do the things that you want to do, you think to yourself, man, if I was single and had no family or whatever, I'd get so much done. Yeah, right. But you know, that's not necessarily true. And I don't and I think that's the point. And I think I put that in like the notes or whatever is like if you I, I remember saying this all the time and I know you've said this from time to time. If I wasn't doing like this full time job I would be doing so much cool stuff. You know, if it wasn't for this, you know, yeah. I'd be, I'd be well on my way to my career or whatever. And like, it's just that's not true. Such bullshit, dude. Yeah. Because well, for one, we had that and, <laughs> and it was a shit show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had, we had 10 years to do that shit where we were old enough to be taken semi-seriously doing yeah. it. And yeah. granted, I mean, it takes time to like hone your craft and, and be good at something, but like, we we didn't even do that a no. lot you know no. we we the only thing that we really spent like just all our energy on was music and, i don't and, think people realize that the the biggest motivator for doing what it is you're passionate about and what it is that you want to do and whatever it is you want to provide for society is not doing the thing that you're unhappy with like yeah. that's the motivator like if you have a full-time job as a janitor and you really want to be, you know, a kids book illustrator, you're going to be way more apt in the evenings or mornings, depending on your shift work or whatever. You're going to be way yeah. more apt to like be drawing books and stuff like that. Cause you want to get out of this other totally. life. 
Totally. Um, yes, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think it's a huge misconception. Yeah, I agree. And I think that when you know, there's a lot of factors into like you're alone. You need less money to like survive. You need so you're gonna do less. Right. <laughs> you're gonna take on less work. You're gonna be more like oh, I'll do that later. Who cares? You know, like mm-hmm. or or you're gonna be like we were and just like party too much. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I mean it would probably still do at 40. Yeah. It would be it would be way more sad and <laughs> really sad. <laughs> and and I certainly would not be nearly as cool at the bar as a 40-year-old as I was as a 25-year-old, but yeah. I would still do it probably. Oh, yeah. Just find a new crew. Just find a I new remember, crew. I remember I remember those with. guys, those guys that were 40. You know, at the yep. bars, hanging out, stuff. You're like, ah, oh, who's this old pathetic oh, dude. dude? Yeah, all right. That Number would five. be me. Number five, can't seem to focus. Oh God, uh, yeah, all the time for me. Really? I, yes. I don't. I I don't. I sometimes, but you know, you know when I can't focus, and this is gonna sort of throw Elizabeth under the bus, but. <laughs> Cause it happens sometimes I'll be like getting ready to work or something and we'll get in an argument and, and I'm always like, why do we have to do this? You know, before I have to go draw like cute squirrels and shit. And like, I can't, it's not that I can't focus, but it's that I can't, I can't be charming when I'm I'm angry. Yeah, for sure. I can't make cutesy crap when I'm mad about something or when my mind is on something else, which I guess is a form of focus, but well, yeah, I can't care about I can't care about something that uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, is somewhat superfluous in my life. Um, you know, like let's say the podcast or working on a new project that no one knows about that's just for me. You know, at the mm-hmm. moment, you know, if I'm like uh, upset with somebody in my life that matters to me, you know, it's really hard to like take anything else seriously. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, like because I know this probably happens to a lot of other people too, and it's sucks like even when you have to go to a job and you're mad about something personal i i like meditate before Mm -hmm. i work and Mm -hmm. and that sounds like super hippie dippy but it like i do that and then instead of listening to the normal like like really sad some dude's name on the album cover with some mountains behind it music (laughs) i listen to like stuff that reminds me of when i was younger or yeah. or like I I'll, I'll always like throw on like '90s alternative music. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is like I remember listening to this in my bedroom when I was 16, and it like takes me out of it. So yeah. I like try to like refocus and then do something that that takes me to a different place. And music does that for me. So I mean, maybe for some people, it's like eating a certain kind of pizza. I don't know. It doesn't sure. really matter. But like something that makes you think about stuff that you can like then like create a train of thoughts and, you know, get into oh, yeah. a different mind space. Yeah. No, that's I mean, I, I that's, that's a really healthy thing to do. Uh, would, you know, more people should try to be doing stuff like that. And, um, instead of just giving into their, their anger or sadness. Um, yeah. Instead of just coming up here and writing the word fuck on a piece of paper over and over <laughs> again, but which I've certainly done also or thrown stuff. But. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's my version of not seeming to focus and also trying to refocus. Focus for me just boils back to that thing I was saying when we started this conversation, which is just if I know that I'm not going to have the time to dedicate to something that I want to dedicate to it, 
I just, I, I cannot make myself focus because I'm like, well, I'm just going to get interrupted in 45 minutes anyway. So I'll just do it later. You know, so then I just continue to put stuff off because I don't have a four hour block of time to, you know, dig in. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. What is up, fellow humans? Thank you for listening. You're listening to Remote with Rob and Dan. This is Rob. Here to tell you that this is part one of a two-part episode. We're going to split up and move into next week. We really appreciate you listening. Maybe leave us a review. Give us some stars. Until next week, we will see you. Thanks. Peace. Peace.